Nick B. Slow-mo. Offsides. And with that, welcome back, Offsides Podcast. Johnny Slomo, Nicholas B. Um, yeah, man, uh, the only team with a band. That's but it, right there. That's it. That's all. That's all glory. Um, I guess the. Uh, I guess we'll we'll say the overarching theme of the show for today will be Dan Snyder today. Dan Snyder tomorrow, Dan Snyder forever. But um, yeah, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. Good. And you know, off the heels of that, um, we talked a couple of days ago, and you're like, yeah, we're thinking, you know, uh, with all these people, he's buying all this stuff back from his as uh, uh, other owners that maybe that he'll just go down to one so he can sell the team to Jeff Bezos. And we were just talking about it and stuff, had a pretty good conversation. And then I swear not longer than like, it was a minute and a half after we hung up, you call back. You're like, Nope, that's not going to happen. Just, just broken news right here. You know? And, and I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, this is. Breaking news. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, wow. That's that's crazy. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Daniel Snyder, um, you know, hopefully uh, he'll get his act right and hopefully he'll figure out that what mistakes he's made. And I mean, there's there's been a few, but I mean, um, you know, the NFL is going to give him a second. Is this his third chance? For what? For for the ownership, because uh, honestly, if like I, I'm like, I mean, you, you told me the reason why and I get it, but. All the stuff he's done and, you know, towards the NFL, making the NFL look bad. I, I'm so surprised the NFL is letting If there's happen. any more wrongdoings in the organization going forward, I'm sure there will be swift action. Um, yeah, as so to speak, this is kind of, you better get it right, bud, because these owners don't want to vote you out. But if it keeps getting to a certain point, that's what's going to end up having to happen, but I don't know. We'll get to it, I guess. Let's let's start out with some what you got. What you got? Um, man, I forgot to ask you about. Did we talk about the Ravens' proposal? No, we no. didn't. Did we at no. the meetings? Um, So the Ravens had a new overtime rule proposal. It was called spot and choose, right? Now, listen, it's man, it's, it's wild. Um, So 
you win the top. They're trying to eliminate the advantage or disadvantage of winning and losing the coin toss. Right. Right. So if you win the coin toss, you get the choice of spot of the ball or you choose offense or defense. What do you mean by spot of the ball? So you choose where you want the ball placed, but then if you choose spot, the other team chooses offense or defense. It's wild, man. It is wild. So, I mean, it's great. Like at first I was like, huh, but you really have to kind of sit and think about it for a minute and just how wild this actually, but I, man, so listen, I mean, it is wacky. It's wacky, but I love the Ravens as like an organization. So like, one of the best I, they, run organizations do they, they, they have they have brains yeah yeah um, mm-hmm. so yeah so so like i but but i mean sit and think about it i mean naturally you would say um <laughs> it's why it's wild dude so if you won the toss and say you are the chicago bears and you're playing Green Bay. Right. You win the toss. What are you what are you choosing? I'm getting the ball. I'm taking so the ball. So you're choosing offense? I'm taking the ball, yeah. So if you're choosing offense and I'm Green Bay, then um I'm gonna put you at your own one yard line. So so the other team So if you choose So if I choose I want the ball, the other then team the other decides team to work. chooses the spot. Oh, wow okay i thought like like i'm gonna get the ball and i can choose where i want the ball at and i was like wow that's crazy so the other team can so what if when you asked me this i said okay i want to be defense like i want okay and let me let me tell you real quick everything else is the same um i'm pretty sure which the time limit's ridiculous they should just put it back 15 minutes and and call it like that you can keep the same you know touchdown wins it but 15 minutes anyway that's a whole nother story um so everything else is the same a touchdown wins it a field goal gives the other team an opportunity right so so I win the coin toss (laughs) and I say I want offense and um, the Green Bay Packers say okay I want you to start on at your own one yard line your own one yard line yeah because they get to choose the spot of the ball I don't like it. Is this because they want to uh, really take away the kickoffs? Because they're no, they just they want to eliminate the advantage with ten minutes. Now we will talk about it. Ten minutes is ridiculous. I understand that because man, because the coin toss can determine everything if you think about it. Depending on the team, you know, like if you win that coin toss. And you can just drive down the field and even come away with a field goal, but you only leave like two minutes on the clock, you know, then you pin the team deep on the kickoff and, you know, they got to drive the, I mean, I understand like it is what it is. Like I've always been for you just like, you need to win the game. Like, uh, you know, as a team, like, uh, like no excuses basically, but. Can I tell you how I feel about the overtime? So this is how I feel about the overtime. Before you get into overtime, you have 60 minutes on trying to win the damn game, right? And yeah. up until about five, six years ago, 
Yeah, but if you get a field goal, the other team get the ball back and have a chance to tie or score a touchdown to win the game to continue, but then we're going to give you only 10 minutes, so more than likely it's going to end in a tie after beating the crap out of each other for 60 minutes. That extra 10 is just going to beat the crap out of more for a tie. Let's just yeah. go back to sudden death, 15 it's minutes. A, well, it's, it's a safety thing for the time issue. Like I'm fine with the whole touchdown wins it, but you need 15 minutes on the clock. You need yes. to at least have it to where another team can put together a normal drive to try and answer because that's what you're doing. You're giving the other team an opportunity anyway to get the ball back with taking sudden death out originally. So it's like, well, if you're already trying to create that competition, th there's not any, any data that's going to say it's justifiable as far as how many people actually get hurt in that extra five minutes of overtime. Mm -hmm. And yes, if you just bring back sudden death, it, you could, I mean, 10 minutes is fine probably because yeah, you, your team's typically going to drive down and kick a field goal. So, right. and then you're, then you're less than 10 minutes anyway, and you get a, a decidable winner in the game and, you know because well, now we're going to 17 games too. yeah I, I was just gonna say that I, I was just gonna they're talking about you know the health of the players but you know we really want the health of the but we want to go we want to we want you to play another full game and, and you know what's funny is um I'm reading articles about that and they're like they're not stopping at 17. it's gonna be 18 games in a couple years well because you can't have an odd number like like think about it like you can't go 500 anymore mm -mm. no yeah. No. And, anyway, and let's 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 digress from that for a second because I don't want to bury the lead here on the spot and choose because I can tell that you're excited about them. <laughs> like it's, it's <laughs> bro, it is my like it's really if you think about it, there was a, like a recommendation in the article about oh I think like the the, the I don't even remember what it was it might have been like the twelve yard line or something mm -hmm. like the limit because I mean so context is going to be everything too. context is everything. If you're in like a 10 to 10 game, neither offense has been able to do anything, you know? Um, well, you know how now when you kick the ball off and they, I mean, they just throw their hands like across and then get the ball to the 25 yard line without even touching the football anymore. Right. Yeah. Why don't they just put the ball back at the 20 yard line and say, start from there. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I mean, I I like having the kickoff and stuff just because yeah. it's, it, it's more or less it's just it's like it's a part of the game for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, even remember, but oh yeah, man. The I mean, yeah. You, you remember uh, the the Eagles and the Giants? The Giants punt into the Eagles with like twenty five seconds left and. The Giants were up by four, and they kicked it straight to Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, dude, he bobbled the ball. He bobbled he did, the ball. He did yeah. bobble the ball, yeah. Yeah. But he still ran it back, and he, he won the game for him. Yeah. You okay. know, and I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't like the new rules of overtime. I wish they'd go back to it. Um, it's just more exciting to I'm me. I'm just saying, man, it's it's wild when you think about it. Because yeah, that is wild. Oh, that, shoes, man. That is wild. Do you want the ball? Wild stuff. Yeah, they come up with some wild stuff. Can you imagine I mean, that in the playoffs too? You know, like if you're Kansas City, you know, say you win the toss and you're playing Kansas City, what are you gonna do? Speaking of Kansas City, um, did you hear who they signed today? Uh, Jaron Reed. 
breaking news. Yes, sir. Jaren and Reed. A, I, I seen a tweet, and, and the tweet <laughs> said, had it been about the money, <laughs> dude, he would have stayed in Seattle. And it was like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> that You know, I, I just, you know, when, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. So <laughs> when Jones gets a break, you get Reed instead. Like, oh, man. Can it's you imagine? Just... And then you got Frank Clark licking his chops on the end. Yeah, no, it's just funny because, yeah, that was. Yeah, he, no. I think it was Paul Galan actually that retweeted oh, it and Paul, said, what, yeah. what, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> if it yeah, had been about the um, money, he would have stayed in Seattle. Like, what does that mean? Like, he doesn't have a chance to win in Seattle. So, I, I don't want to get far off the topic because this is supposed to be the WFT um, show and talk oh, about no, what's going yeah, on with yeah, Daniel yeah. Snyder. But I will say this. The moves that the Seahawks are making, I feel like are championship caliber um, defensive moves. Um, yeah, and um, that's just it's it's uh, it's crazy. I, my mind's boggling over it. Well, the Dunlap move was pretty good. Um, oh, that move was great. Yeah, that that move was um, great. And then mm-hmm. they got uh, Al Woods back, and then they got yeah. the guy uh, Hyder Jr. from San Francisco. Um, it, it's just, it, it's, it's exciting when, when I was like, see, everyone's all worried about what Seattle's doing and they're all scared. Oh, Seattle, get it. no, they, they don't go after the big guys. They go after the second, third week guys. Um, and, and they make their team that way, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's what they do and that's what they've been yeah. doing. So, but yeah, so, um, but anywho, I just, yeah, I wanted you to, I wanted to drop that over the spot and choose on you. That that is wild. That that's yeah. wild. Um, I don't know because at first I was like, ah, it's stupid. But the, like, man, the strategy involved is just yeah. Because I mean, so because you get the I ball mean, and you say you want the ball, the defensive team can say, okay, you can have the ball, but we want you to start at the one yard line. Yeah, that's that's wild. All right, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it's wild. So so um, just... uh, am I what you got? Um. Hey, so whenever you you and your family, the kiddos, have dinner, by the end of it, does it always look like you had a food fight? Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what we're eating. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, no, my kids oh. really aren't super messy. Yeah, so probably like say no, Amanda would snap them in half. So. <laughs> Uh, Tiny but vicious. Yeah, so um, uh, it might be that that living fear that. So still, um, he'll chew on something, and if he doesn't like it, he'll just throw it on the ground. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and so, like, you know, tonight I looked at the the table because I was setting up for the pod and stuff, and they're they were doing everything, eating and stuff. And I was like, why does it every time we have dinner together, it always looks like a food fight? Every single time, it doesn't make any sense to me. And you know, you got people. I don't know. It's just, you know, and then, and then my kids want more and, and uh, they're like, Oh, I'm full. Nico's like, my food is hot. And, and we made them a, a taco mountain, right? Which is chips, meat, um, taco meat with um, cheese. Oh, yeah, I know, and, know about build a mountain. Yeah. And, and so like uh, Nico um, takes this palm of cheese and just throws it. Wow. Right. And um, I was like, Jesus, he's never going to eat that. And he goes, I need water. It's hot. It's hot. I was like, what's hot? And he goes, the tomatoes. I'm like, tomatoes hot? <laughs> 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 so 
Yeah. So they don't eat all the food and it always looks like a um, food fight. Man. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my nights. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man. I mean, like the four year old will, uh, <clears throat> like take the wrapper off a lollipop and just throw it on the floor. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, like what are you doing? Have you lost right. your mind? Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, yeah. I've, I've found wrappers in different spots throughout the house before. So it's pretty crazy. It's just crazy. That's yeah. toddler life. Yeah. That's toddler it, life. It's so. just crazy. And, and, and uh, Nico also likes to wear his clothes backwards, right? And uh, every single thing, just backwards. Crisscross right? style, huh? Yeah, but I mean, um, Nico, he, he likes to show some crack, right? And he doesn't care. Like, he's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has one. Who cares, right? And so, like, yeah, it's just, it's it's hilarious. This little plumber walking around, huh? Oh, yeah, he, he oh, is. Oh, man. You know, yeah. and uh, today we went to go ride bikes and play on the, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the play structure and stuff and there he is just climbing and there it is the little plumber butt <laughs> there it is you know so, a crack just yeah. out there but that's just nico man that's his style and he loves it he, he's like no nah. he's just that butt crack style yeah, yeah. he's like nah this, some this guys is who just I roll am. like this is, this is who i am he'll even put his underwear on backwards dude just you know i was like how how are you supposed to pee out of the hole i was like you can't poop in the hole <laughs> oh man but yeah Oh my God. All right. Um, I guess let's get to it. All right, uh, man. So there was some breaking news. Um, I mean, we, we talked about it on the pod. Uh, there's been an ongoing investigation with the Washington football team. Beth Wilkinson originally was hired by Dan Snyder to conduct an independent investigation within the organization on the sexual harassment allegations and all that stuff. Well, um, initially there was a report about the investigation, uh, I want to say two or three weeks ago mm -hmm. that the sports junkies got from 106.7, the fan, and they put it out there that Beth Wilkinson, there's a recommendation in the report, um, that Dan Snyder divest ownership. Um, and her second, that was her top recommendation. Her second recommendation was, um, a suspension for for dan snyder while while the team rebuilds you know its infrastructure is how it how it was i'm paraphrasing but but that's the long and short of it um and then just this last week it came out that dan snyder will be purchasing the minority shares um he got a a uh debt waiver from the league for about 450 million dollars He's putting up the other $425 million um, to pay off uh, Rothman, Dwight Shar, and Fred Smith, the minority owners, mm -hmm. um, who, who've been wanting to get rid of them for, you know, the, I mean, they, they, they hate each other, um, and now they're getting the divorce that they wanted. Um, and so the valuation, Dan's getting, not only is Dan getting 100% control of the team, the valuation that he's getting on the minority shares is pretty, pretty good. Um, the organization's valued somewhere by Forbes, uh, uh, just north of four billion. Well, now that Dan Snyder um, uh, is is the sole owner, 
it's probably going to be up around five. Um, just, just as an evaluation from the, if he were to sell it aspect. So, but this is what it tells you, man. Like Dan Snyder is not going anywhere. He is here to stay. The league wants to just get, be done with this. They're, they're ready to just end it, get past it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's getting swept under the rug, but, um, this is what the league wants. This is, this tells you that the report is probably already in the NFL's hands. Commission has already seen it, and there's no smoking gun. There's nothing that links Dan Snyder directly to the sexual harassment allegations and some of the uh, nefarious activities that have been going on in the last two decades. So there's not enough. We, we've talked about it before. It's a slippery slope. The owners do not want to vote out one of their own because it creates a precedent and a lot of them have skeletons to hide so everyone um, this is it man i mean it, this is, it was a gut punch for washington nation like it, a big time gut punch man um one minute it was we're getting rid of dan and the next minute is dan snyder today dan snyder tomorrow <laughs> Dan Snyder forever, you yeah. know, like yeah. he, it is going to be in his family for a long, long time. Well, like you said, Shar Smith and Rothman, they own about 40% of the team, right? 40.5% minority share. Um, what do you know about them trying to sell their shores altogether to a group out of, um, Santa Monica of California? California yes. For Dan million. Snyder rejected the offer. Because yeah. he had the power to do so. That is so crazy. That, well, and plus, he wanted to be the people to, he, he wanted to be the person to buy the rest of the team. Well, um, I, I mean, this, this tells you, you know, Roger Goodell, because the NFL, so there's only, there's a certain percentage of an NFL franchise that you can have debt. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like it was, it's like 10% or something mm-hmm. that you're allowed to loan on, on a team, something like that but you got to come up with the rest. Um, the NFL knows that the TV deals start in two years. Dan Snyder has till 2028 to pay the loan off. The TV deals are $10 billion a year. A year is what they get to, to share. $10 billion. It's double what the last contracts were. Double. After a pandemic year. You so know? crazy! This is so crazy. Um, um, it's an so, unstoppable force, man. So, so you said he has until 2028 to buy or give back the money to the NFL. What happens if he can't do it? Like, even though they're getting a whole bunch of billions of dollars coming in in two years on uh, 2020, there's no way that he's not going to be able to do it. Well, I mean, we are talking about Dan Snyder here. Yeah, but it, it's just I think this is. I mean. And and by then we might already have new minority investors. So you think that's going to happen? Like he's going to sell some of the team later on? He just I wants think to get the NFL would tell Dan that it would behoove him to explore new investment opportunities, hmm. especially with a diverse group, say hmm. women and people of color. You know what I mean? Minorities. Um, and we've already seen the way that the front office is shaping up. We got Jason Wright, 
team president. Finally, business and football are separated. You know, um, the last 10 years, it was Bruce Allen, the end all be all. It went, it began and ended with Bruce and that was not a healthy structure. Now we're mm-hmm. actually structured like, like an actual, you know, we've got 15 GMs in the front office and we're ready to do work. So, um, da- uh, you know, Jason Wright's the guy on the business side and, and Riverboat is the guy on the football side. So we're just going to see, I mean, it, Tom Lavero, the uh, columnist for the Washington Times, um, he's always talked about the aura of self-destruction um and i'm gonna give him that because yeah because he he it's it's his it's his his thing um and he's right though there there's until we see different dan snyder will as long and now that that he the the other thing is he now he's got no checks and balances for the time being oh yeah um, which is worrisome but but again man when i actually i mean i started thinking about it and my take on it that i talked to you about earlier about um maybe he realizes that yeah this is he doesn't have very he's on a short leash put it that way it has to be he has to be but then again he won like he won like he won like so when originally when all the first so when the when the news first came out about sexual harassment stuff right um, the team put out a letter to its investors and sponsors. And this was after the um, allegations of him being leaked in Jeffrey Epstein and human trafficking and mm. drug, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, which we later found out possibly came from this defamation suit with Dwight Char, the minority owner and the bot company from India, you know? Really? Um, so... Um, this is the defamation suit that's going on still with him and Dwight Shar, the minority owner. So this makes Dan look good. I mean, you know, he's, it's going to basically turn out to be like, they were running a smear campaign against me. They were running a smear campaign. Like I came out on top. I won. So I, I just, I don't know. I want to feel like he came close enough that he might be a little shook and, Roger Goodell could say, okay, well, yeah, like you bet, like you, you're on thin ice, bud, but it's the owners ultimately. And if the owners are like, man, that was like, you know, he, he didn't even come close to getting busted for anything. He's going to have to pay fines. That was reported. And that's, what's going to come. Like, I don't even, I'm not sure we're going to get doc draft picks. I hope we don't. Cause once again, we'd be punished on the football side because of something Dan Snyder did. Right. But, but people just have to understand like Dan Snyder, this is, I mean, again, again, he, they sent out a letter to, to the investors, right. And they, and they pinned a copy of the Washington post report about the sexual harassment against the 14 women to that letter. They said, listen, there's been a lot of wild accusations. This stuff is true. This stuff here about the sexual harassment. That's true. Mm-hmm. The stuff about Epstein, that's not true. That's crazy talk. Like, look, this is the actual reporting, but the other stuff is just wacko. So don't listen to that. You know, like this is how delusional this play the, this organization is. Is because they're like the sexual harassment stuff, totally true. Like, okay, we're we're looking into that. That totally happened. 
the other stuff that's crazy so don't believe that what's your gut feeling on this oh dan snyder's here to stay he's here to stay like i said i think i think him down the road he might take on some more uh minority stake investors but um but yeah that's what the nfl wants to get this over and done with before the draft they just want it you know to go away they're they they don't like bad publicity do you think that this was possibly the worst case scenario of what could have happened and if this is going to stay what can be the best case scenario of all of this um it's absolutely the worst case scenario that's a shame we didn't want dan snyder right he he's proven that he is nothing but a plight on this organization he's never done anything good whenever he gets a whiff of success and if there's not enough enough um gratitude given to him and recognition of things that he's done then that's when he gets itchy and he wants to get in there and start doing stuff um what do i hope yeah what could be the best case scenario <laughs> For this i mean because i mean you guys got the football side and it looks like it's going good you guys no, i've gotta... got an answer for you okay that dan snyder's changed <laughs> mm. well he, here's the thing right ever since you told me that he is on a yacht and he just walks down to make nfl draft picks that's all i well, see that's dan snyder. Gruden, that was that was that was per jay gruden i mean I, I picture him being uh um how the third from gilligan's island Walking off his boat, getting Dude, into have the you room. Seen the picture of him and Tim's. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, with like his fila tracksuit or whatever he's wearing, and his Tim's like, and you know he's like five eight or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's, he's like the, a little guy. He's I Charles Howell the fourth, and wearing his yeah. little uh, hat, you know, and he has his sunglasses on with a cigar. He goes, "Yeah, oh, let's pick um. um." So, man, I I hope we're all really optimistic right now really optimistic as we should be football side looks like it's more competent than ever than it has been in the last two decades um the roster is looks like it's being built in a way that we haven't seen it for a long long time which uh, is good i mean uh, honestly um that it's about time because I've told you a whole bunch of times I want all the NFL teams to be good. Yeah, that's never going to happen, though. Yeah, that's trying. There's more than ever. Right. Um, which shows you what the uh, talent pool is like compared to. I mean, there were freaks back in the day, man, but <laughs> um, I mean, you know, ultimately it's, I, I mean, the quarterback position. Let's be honest. That's. It's the most important position on a team. Um, it's the most dependent position on a team, right? Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't have one, you have virtually no chance of winning. And now it's getting to the point where if you get one, um, you can't afford them after, no, no. after so long. So it, it's interesting to see the way that this league is going to go in the next few years, for me anyway, um, and to see what some of these young coaching minds might try to come up with, you know. Um, 
I get it, man. Tom Brady's, I mean, what did he just win? His seventh Super Bowl ring? Yeah. I mean, I it's it's admirable, dude, but like, yeah, you just won your seventh Super Bowl ring. Like you you're just <laughs> Tom Brady's just doing it for fun at this point, you know? Dude, um, um so, every time so yeah, he can he can take less money because he wants to win. And every time he goes on a football field at the end of the season and he wins the Super Bowl, he goes home, sits down, pours himself a scotch, right? And just like, yeah. ha, I did it again, honey. I did it I mean, again. I just, it, it's unfair to expect these other guys to do that, you know, Be, because that's, I mean, it is, man. It's like, make that money. Yeah. Get I mean, paid. Get, get paid. And, and you know, um, I well, don't because know if you, if you take deals, this. the other, other people don't, don't like it because you're hurting the position you know mm -hmm. uh, you're hurting other guys uh so that's where it's it gets slippery too uh, I, I don't know if you knew this but but um i'm not really a tom brady fan I, i'm just putting it out there all right but here's yeah. the thing uh, here's i suspected thing. it yeah here, here's the thing right um dude he's the champ like, like you, you can't be upset with the champ. You can't. He can, he does it year after year after year. And honestly, if you look at his numbers, he's almost had three, three, Hall of Fame careers. Right? Dude, it's um, absolutely hilarious. <laughs> dude, it's 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 when you, it yeah, it's remarkable when you see the numbers. Like especially like playoff games. What's he been in? Like forty five playoff games, something like that. Yeah, it's crazy, and, and, dude. Some guys don't even have a career that long. Well, they don't even uh, have a career that long. It, it, it's it's here's here's what I think is absolutely hilarious. Okay, he went from New England. Okay, and, and he threw a pick six to end his New England career. Right. Yeah. And he goes to Tampa Bay, and he wins the damn championship. I mean, and I mean, we had them in our power rankings there, you know, I, I, I got to listen. I never thought that Tampa Bay was not a good team. I'm I, I gotta, pretty sure. I, I got to go back and, and listen to go that back podcast. and listen. I, yeah. I was very bullish on Tampa Bay yeah. all season, you know, very bullish. And remember they were down to what, uh, seven and four, something like that. Yeah. I seven mean, they five. were, they were seven um, and five on the brisk of not making the playoffs. I do believe at one point. Yeah, yeah. And they just they just hit that so, string, and Tom's like, "Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> relax." You know what yeah. I mean? He's um, and so like I I will not say anything else bad about Tom Brady. I might not say anything, but it won't be bad. I'm gonna have to send it to you. There was a uh, video of um, Lombardi Lenny. Every time, every time he gets, every time he gets, uh, dude, every time he, it was him getting tackled and he's like laughing. I saw it. I saw it. Dude. Yeah, I saw it. it was so funny, man. Yeah. It um, was so funny. Old Lombardi Lenny. Yeah. yeah and, and, and he got hit pretty hard too. And he just started laughing. Just Bro, he's, ah, a that's big all ass, he's a big ass dude. Oh yeah. 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 You know, yeah, um, Lenny's a big ass dude, man. And um, and he's he's right for Tampa Bay. They they got all twenty two starters coming back next year. Older, um, everyone's yeah. older on that team. Um, but I mean, that really, defense can't. is that defense is sick, dude. 
Um, Winfield Jr., I think, was the star last year. I mean, Devin White, we already know. That guy is going to – he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Devin White is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Well, they also have another linebacker who's pretty good too. Oh, yeah, Levante David. All their linebackers are good. Shaq Barrett, yeah, all Mm -hmm. of them are good. Um, But that's what I'm saying. I mean, man, their linebacking court and get that kind of uh, rookie play from your safety. I mean, the the defense was awesome. Um, They're going to be back, but – but again, I, I'm I'm very bullish on my team going forward. For now, it cool. is cautiously optimistic. Um, one more thing on Tampa Bay, before, then I'll stop talking about it. No, I I, I think the one thing that I'm really upset about is is that um, Bruce Arian won a championship, and now they're talking about him being in the Hall of Fame. Oh man, really? Yeah. Bruce? But yeah. yeah, your team. Um, I I like your team. Um. I actually like your team a lot. Um, you guys got a young defense who's who's nasty. I mean, those boys are nasty. They're gonna be another year. They're, they're nasty. Oh, we get Matt. We get Matt Ioannidis back um, this year. Yeah. Arguably our best defensive lineman, if you can believe that. I think the only way you guys are gonna get a quarterback, unless something slips in the draft, you know, um, you find a diamond in the rough, a gem in the third round or something, um, is you're gonna have to trade up to get a quarterback. Not this year, not next year, because there's no quarterbacks coming next year. But you guys need a quarterback. You guys have everything else. I, I, so Ron's come out. Ron is in no hurry. Right, and he shouldn't be. He is not in any hurry, and I don't think – I think he wants his linebacker in the first round this year. So, um, man, I just don't see Micah Parsons making it to 19. Um, but – like Ron wants his linebacker. I know that. So, um, no, man, I, I don't, I, I don't know for sure what we're going to do. Like, I couldn't tell you what we're going to do. Uh, cause there's a, cause I mean, with, with the Niners move. So uh, I'll tell you something. Um, I have a gut feeling now you might laugh at me, but I have a gut feeling that your quarterback's already playing in the league and, um, he's going to get replaced by a quarterback who's going to get drafted. And I think your your quarterback is playing in New York right now. Um, I think Sam Darnold is going to be the next um, WFT quarterback um, because just, honestly, man. once they get that first round, he's not going to be a first rounder. To Sam, you're not going to trade a first rounder for Sam. You might trade a second rounder, but my gut feeling is it's going to be a third rounder. Um, and I think he'll be on WFT. Um, on draft day or before draft day uh you hear it first here on offsize podcast i it's and, oh it's definitely been floated out there that that it that it was a possibility it's just it hasn't gained any traction the last couple of weeks and kind of subsided and i feel like ultimately ron is not looking for a reclamation project any like the like because that was because i mean that's what you you got to fix sam, Dar- sam darnold He's not. I think uh, you have to fix him because he had nobody in New York to protect him. Yeah, um, I mean a, that it, it's interesting, man. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> what did you call him? 
And I think, yeah, he's he's the guy that he's he treats your team like a rental car. You know what I mean? <laughs> drive the shit out of you and then leave you in a ditch somewhere when he's done. <laughs> dude, you know how many times you're gonna have a headache watching your games this oh, year? Man. So um I mean I'm I don't know, man. I'm anxious to to see him, but um I just I I I have a feeling and there's feelings in the fan base, but nobody really knows for sure. We we have a feeling that we're not gonna try that again, we're we're building up this roster which I think has been a successful way. A couple teams have done it, and, and you, you basically build build the team to where you just need a driver. And then, yeah. and then you fall into a quarterback, and you have a team already built, and you can make some runs. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of open to Sam Darnold, but I, just, I don't think it's going to happen, and I'm fine with that. Um, and I'm not sure we're going to try and move up in the draft to get a quarterback. Um, just the way Ron has has come out and spoken about it. So maybe you'll find that diamond in the rough, man, in the third round. We'll you know, see. Um, the, this regime's got to prove it, just like the previous ones. To I, I, I think I saw a draft board where it said um, you guys are going to be drafting the quarterback from Texas A&M. I, I think it was Kellen Mond. Yeah, so you saw yeah, that I've too. Yeah, I've seen a few few posts going around about him. It was um, like the third round. We'll see, correct? man. I mean, we got yeah. I mean, we mm-hmm. we've got some draft capital, um, and we've still got some money. I mean, we you know we things are looking good. So, and I believe it's thirty three days until um, NFL draft. Yeah, I'm stoked. Well, yeah. I'm always stoked about that. Cleveland. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna go, but. We'll see. We have uh, Seahawks have four, I think, draft picks. Oh four, yeah, three, 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 three draft three. picks. Yeah, and uh, yikes. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, but you know how um, John does it, man. He'll trade someone to get more draft picks, and oh yeah, he's gonna have to trade somebody. And so, I don't know how you feel about this, but there's only one person he can trade on that team. Um, and you probably have a good idea who I'm thinking about. It's not Russell. It's Bobby, Gold Jacket mm-hmm. Bobby. I think that's yeah. the only person he can be able to get something because he already has his replacement, you know. Yeah. And and uh, Bobby's making eighteen million dollars next year. Um, they're still hurting on cap. Um, I think that's the only guy. I I really do. There's no one else. What yeah. they they can retrade Jamal Adams, but that wouldn't make any sense. Man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, eighteen million. Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. But here's the thing about Bobby, right? This is why I call him Gold Jacket Bobby. You know, he did that contract by himself to make eighteen million dollars. Man, that's. I mean, that's yeah. Uh, I'd be more interested in I think KJ, Bobby. Um, KJ this is Wright. funny because yeah. you, you say you'd rather have KJ. I th- I think our we would be more interested in KJ. I think you would be better off with KJ. Yeah. KJ's um, the last couple of years have had a better um, season than Bobby. Yeah. Um, and KJ's just a ball hawk. He's all over the place. Um, yeah. Bobby, but he's I, still there. He still gets I mean, over 100 tackles. Either but, way, Ron, Ron wants his linebacker, man. Micah, Micah Parsons from Penn State was just, oh my God, man. Like, there were, I know there's some flags kind of coming up about that guy, but I mean, Jesus Christ, who cares? You got to do it. Just, you you got to do it. You know, that dude, he ran a four, three, nine, 40. Yeah. Um, I, I was working the other night and I saw Stanford, 
um, practicing, right? And I was like, well, well, hold, stop, stop, pull over here. I want to check something out, right? So I get out and stuff and I see them. I'm like, oh, those are some big boys. And these aren't the seniors. These aren't, you know, pro day people. These were huge. And I was just like, wow, Um, I wish I can stay here and and watch this for a while. But it was just, you know, checked it out for a second and then left. And uh, yeah, man, they, they are pretty big boys. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, all right, man. Um, that's all I got. All right. Awesome, well, man. Um, I, I know um, we didn't say this on the podcast, but I, I, last week I want to give a good, a huge thank you to Tom Wassel for coming on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was awesome. Um, he reached back to us saying, you know, if there's anything that he can do, he'll, he'll try, which I thought is awesome. Yeah. And um, I just appreciate the time. So, um, yeah, so that's all I have. Um, you next guys week, next week, I believe we won't say it's in stone yet. Do you want to surprise um, them next week or do you want to just go ahead and spill the beans? I guess we're going to maybe land another guest. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely going to happen. He's not like, you know, he's actually a buddy of mine. Um, I'm pumped th- through work. So, um, we yeah i met him he's 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 a wild dude he's a good guy but but um it's gonna be fun talking to him yeah so we'll just yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun um good episode yeah all right guys until next time we love you we out this has been another edition of the Offsides Podcast. Check us out every week for the latest news and information. If you have questions or comments, contact us on Twitter at Podcast Offsides or email us today at OffsidesPodcast1 at gmail.com. Offsides. I like it. It's great. It's wonderful.